Welcome to the Manufacturing Employer Podcast, where we talk workplace culture and all things related to the strategies that drive exceptional environments for employees. You'll hear conversations with those in the manufacturing space tasked with making their workplace better. Employee engagement, benefits, onboarding, hiring, we'll be discussing the working experience from top to bottom. Let's get into the show. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Manufacturing Employer. I'm your host, John Franco, co-founder of Gorilla76. We are the industrial marketing agency. We help manufacturers grow through revenue-focused marketing programs. On today's show, we have no one joining us. You are indeed stuck with me, and I will promise you this. It'll be short and to the point, and I think you'll find some value in it. I think you're going to find a challenge in it. It's some backstory of kind of why the different format this episode we're hiring, and I just simply have gotten buried. I'm absolutely not complaining. Growth is a great problem to have, and we love having that problem at Gorilla. But things like a podcast, well, we all know how that goes. Sometimes they get neglected. I do have several guests lined up for the coming weeks, and I am very, very excited about those guests. I actually talked with three of them today, but for now, you're going to be stuck with me for this episode, but I promise it'll only be a few minutes. On this very abbreviated episode, I simply want to challenge those of you in the HR suite as you look to build out your goals and objectives for 2024. And frankly, you don't have to only be in the HR suite. You can be any in any position tied to hiring, leading a company, basically making decisions to kind of drive your business the direction you want to be driving it. Anyone who's involved with that, I think this challenge is relevant. It's a very simple challenge, yet I see so many companies getting it, in my opinion, I realize it's just in my opinion, so very, 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 very wrong. And that challenge is simple. How can you as an employer, be more transparent. Again, let's, let me say that again. How can you, as an employer, and I should add actually probably an important word there, a prospective employer for someone, be more transparent. I know your manufacturing facility is likely unfairly thought of as dark, dangerous, and dirty, but what are you doing to show that it's not? Are you giving tours regularly to the public and the future workforces? What about candidate tours when you're interviewing people or walking them around so they can see the ins and the outs of, of your operation? Are you inviting the local press in to see what you're doing and why it matters? My guess is, is that you're employing a lot of people for a local market. Those are important stories. The news outlets will want to know. Of course, you have to have a hook when you pitch it to them, but they're going to want to come in and, and see the positive things that are happening. Are you showing your work environment off via videos on your website and Instagram, TikTok, or whatever those sources might be? Are you hosting events? Because I promise you, with all of these, there's an audience. Just look at shows like How It's Made or the variety of content put out by guys like Mike Rowe. I'm hearing struggles about the future workforce pipeline, but sometimes I think we're often the ones getting in our own way. People are interested in what you're doing. I think you just sometimes have to almost accept that and be willing to show it off. I think about whenever we hire people at Gorilla, I was very nervous early on, like, how am I going to get a copywriter out of college who has been promised all this fun and exciting stuff in the world of marketing, tennis shoe brands, cars, and beverage companies? How am I going to get people who've been promised that they're going to get to work in that 
It's come work in something that people largely don't even, they interact with it every day, but they don't think about it. We don't think about how things are made often. And what's been surprising to me is A, very seldom are people hesitant about wanting to learn. And B, I don't think I've ever had any employees leave because they weren't enjoying the work. They weren't enjoying learning about manufacturing. I think it's kind of one of those things I described it earlier as it's kind of like you see a small hole in the side of a, a mountain and all of a sudden you you crawl through it and, and it opens into this massive cavern inside. That's a lot of how the world of manufacturing feels. I think to the public, they just see the small thing or they just stuff they don't even think about. But then when all of a sudden you think about when you look around your your apartment or your house or your car or whatever, everything around us has somehow been involved in the manufacturing process. It has benefited from all these facilities we have all over our country. So I I guess where I'm going with this whole point is people are more interested than you think. If you're going to talk about how you're not dark, dangerous, and dirty anymore, show it off. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised how many people will actually be curious to tune in. Your benefits, how are they? Great. I'm sure you say. I've never heard anyone say we have bad benefits. But why can't I learn about them on your website? What about your other policy? A few years back at Gorilla, we made the decision to publish our handbook online. And honestly, it has been one of the single best decisions we've made both internally and externally. I hear often how much the transparency is appreciated both by our employees and when I'm talking to a candidate. And to me, this was such low-hanging fruit. We never were opposed to publishing it. Honestly, I think it was just something we never really thought about. And I've talked a lot about it, whether that's on LinkedIn or just in conversations. And I'm often shocked by how many people are like, oh, we can't do that. And I've yet to hear an argument that makes sense for me. This is a document you're given to people anyway. And at the end of the day, they could do whatever they want. They could go put it on a blog and share it with the world themselves. Why not just beat them to the punch and just show people who maybe are just now starting to even think about looking for a job, let them see everything they want to see. Your culture, how are you showing that off? If you're hiding your handbook, you're not off to a great start, not going to lie, because culture is a variety of things, but one of them is kind of those processes and kind of those procedures you have in place. What about the core values? I'm sure they're hanging in your break room or it's something you've talked about, but are you elaborating about those at all and how they are part of your everyday existence as a company? Are they baked into your hiring process? Do you ask questions around them in your hiring process? Are you really opening the doors and showing your candidates? Like we take these core values very seriously and they're a huge part of our culture. And you're like, we want you to understand that because we're talking about it a lot and we're going to ask about it and we're going to dig into these things with you. Have you published any sort of philosophy document detailing your core values? We have our Guerrilla Manifesto. It's been great. We love it internally. I've learned from candidates that they love it. They get to see kind of, again, that philosophy, what makes us tick. How do we bring our core values into pretty much everything you do? So that's been a huge part of transparency and showing what our culture is like. Your people are a huge part of your culture as well. How are you highlighting them? Are they brought into the hiring process? Do they have videos on your website talking about their long tenures? Do they even have a bio on your website? If not, why? People like attention, whether we admit it or not. And I think anytime somebody can be like, hey, check it out. I'm on our company website or 
here's a video where like, you know, the the founders of this company or our HR leader, whoever it is, thought I was important enough to share my perspective, what, what it's like to been here for five years, 10 years. Show your people that you care. Highlight them. After all, they are pretty much the core and essence of what you do. What about your job descriptions? And maybe that's where we should have started. Have you looked at them lately? Are they bare bones or do they really paint a picture of what the role is like? Are you revisiting them every time you hire? Are you getting the people already in the role to sign off on their accuracy? To me, this one, that is like a cheat code when it comes to job descriptions. Get the people in the role to say, yeah, this is accurate or no, this is not accurate. We need to talk about this, this, and this. What details are you hiding? Try as much as possible not to hide the details. People want to know it all. The more you can show, the more confident they are going to be that you are going to be an honest employer and that they are going to either be signing up for a role that makes sense for them or going another direction, which is a perfectly healthy thing to figure out at an early stage. It will save everyone time and money. So as we start to wrap up, Committing to transparency for our company has been one of the best decisions we've made. I realize we're in totally different spaces, but why can't we all work towards improving here? I promise you, the desire for transparency is not only held by those in the marketing space. At Gorilla, the only thing we don't really share with our team are the salaries. And even that is something I would absolutely be open to if we can figure out the best way of doing it. Our employees love how open we are. I hear it often. So do job candidates. I hear that often. So similar to how it applies to marketing and sales now, much of our candidates' buying process is done before we even post an open role. We just hired someone a couple of weeks ago. His response was, at some point in the process, I've been following you guys for a couple of years now. He's been reading the handbook. He's seen the Gorilla Manifesto. He's seen our benefits improve over time and us openly talk about it on LinkedIn or whatever channels would be relevant. Currently, we're trying to add a writer. And we have at this exact moment, 312 applications. That all happened in about a week's time. I would guess of those 312 applications, 25%, don't make me do math here, but roughly what, 80 people, reference our transparency in one way or another in their application. From those that I've talked to live, it's been mentioned at least probably 75% of the time. So those that I've actually talked to, it has come up numerous times. Almost all the time. I said 75%. I would probably more if I'm being honest. To me, that screams the idea loud and clear that people are wanting transparency. They want to reduce risk and to know what they're getting into. Still not sold? Fair enough. We use software to track employee engagement. It's called Office Vibe. I talk about it all the time. It's part of a suite of products from a company called WorkLeap. There's a ton of data and I can tie much of it back to how we're doing at Gorilla in regard to transparency. For instance, relationship with manager score out of 10 at Gorilla is 9.4. I want to add that anything kind of over eight is considered good, I would say. They have this color coding system when numbers are starting to get bad, they start to turn like a yellow color. I want to say below eight starts to turn a little yellow. Uh, Don't quote me on that, but I just want to frame that 9.4 is really good. Industry average, 8.4. Relationship with peers is 9.2. Industry average, 8.3. Alignment, 9.2 at Gorilla. Industry average, 7.7. Ambassadorship, 9.1 at Gorilla. Industry average, 8. Employee net promoter score, 
How likely are you to recommend Gorilla as a great place to work? Our score is 64. Don't look at that on a scale of 100. This is a net promoter score. If you don't know about it, look it up. But 64, let's just say, is a, a very good number. Industry average, 28. I can tie every one of those numbers back to our commitment to transparency. So in short, as you look to how you can improve your employee experience, especially as you look at a new year, this is a great time to reset. I'd strongly suggest thinking about how you can become more transparent as a company. To us, it is one of the key tactics in winning the war on talent. Again, thanks for listening. This was a non-traditional episode. Thanks for tuning in. And I'll see you in two weeks with our back to our back to our scheduled programming. And in the meantime, you can reach out at any point. John Franco on LinkedIn, J-O-N-F-R-A-N-K-O. And or you can email me at john at gorilla76.com, J-O-N at gorilla like the animal, G-O-R-I-L-L-A 76.com. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the Manufacturing Employer Podcast. To ensure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you'd like to learn more about our approach to industrial marketing and the role that company culture has in moving manufacturing forward, visit gorilla76.com.